I hope I remember to hit record on that last time. Ooh, I'm pretty sure I did. What's up, gentlemen? Hey, Frank. There's Mick. Yeah, we... Mick! Good morning. Good morning. Frank, I have to ask you about that picture hanging behind you. Okay. How come you only put four of your kids in there? <laughs> I don't like the others. Well, first, are you using a Mac or a phone? Because things are different on those. Hey, Siri. They're hey, Cortana. Either. Cortana. Wow. Awkward. <laughs> hey, no. Kurt. My kids gave you a compliment. They said, out of all five of us, you have the best podcast voice. Radio That's voice. That's because he's doing the editing. Of course he's going to make himself sound good. <laughs> Who's yeah, the worst? I make myself sound good. In Probably post, me. And I make you all sound really bad. In he post. also edits out all the cool things we say and just leaves in the stuff that he says that people will like. I know. I noticed yeah. that. Yeah. Every time you guys say something stupid, I leave that in. I'm like, yes, that's gold. Gold. <laughs> <laughs> So we're just a bunch of high school friends that get together on Zoom every week just to keep from going crazy in the middle of this global pandemic. And I thought today we could, when we introduce ourselves, we could each come up with one word or phrase that describes yourself. So I'm Kurt. I kind of uh, started this whole thing, uh, Joe and I, and my one word, um, I guess I would say, is logical. I'm a very geeky logical kind of guy joe yeah this is joe um and i'm in the opposite corner of the country from kurt and the one word i would use to describe me is paroled, <laughs> paroled. paroled. out on parole <laughs> i'm shane and i'm in the good old us of a that's where i'm from and the one word to describe me would be nipples Thank you. Oh. That's what I would use to describe you as well. <laughs> All right, let's All go to Mick. Let's Mick. go to Mick. I'm Mick. I live in Texas. And the one word that's used to describe me is Shrek. <laughs> okay. I see it. <laughs> I do see it, Frank. That's funny. Uh, my name is Frank. Uh, I still live in my hometown that I never left and the one word to describe me would be cheap. Do any of you guys make bets online like sports bets? Just fans. Is, is that legal? Right. We don't have any money, Shane. In Illinois it is now listen to this. FanDuel, because in Illinois sports betting is legal now. So they give you a bunch of things. You know, you, there's all kinds of Almost free bets. You bet 25 bucks on like five games. If four of them win and one loses, the bet loses. This week, they gave you, uh, for every $50, you can only bet up to 50 bucks on the Buffalo Bills to win. For every 2,500 people that bet on the Bills, they gave you an extra point on the point spread. So let's say the Bills are favored by seven. Then 2,500 people picked the Bills that went to eight. 2,500 more picked the Bills that went to nine. Mm -hmm. I got it at 101. So right now I'm winning 101 to three, I think. So it's a guaranteed win bet. Shane, can you explain to me the spreads? I honestly do not understand that. The spread's minus seven for the Bills. You What's that, that mean? They that have to lose the, by seven? That means the Bills are starting the game minus seven. And the other okay. team is starting the game at zero. So what if that, you bet. What does that mean, though? 
So the, the Bills are minus seven. That's what the spread was to start with for normal people. Let's say the Bills win 26 to 21. Does that make sense to you? They, they have 26 points and New England has 20. You have to take seven points off the Bills score because they were minus seven. So 26 minus seven makes it 19. 19. So they lost the spread. You wouldn't win your bet. So basically they have and, to win by seven. Yes. So that was easy. They, okay. So Shane just could have just, just said that. Own, Jeez. Yeah, Shane. God. They don't have to win by seven, though. It doesn't have to win. They can still lose and you 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 win the bet. Not if they're minus seven. So does, this is a... why I don't get it. It's confusing. Shane, uh, it's really confusing. Does the team with the advantage, do they get a minus spread? Yes. So the Buffalo Bills were favored to win which is why they would get a negative. Yes. So the whole point of the spread is negative to even okay. to even it out. So, and so I'll explain this to you. Take now, away Frankie. an advantage. If, if you want to bet on the New England Patriots, they're plus seven. Okay. The Patriots lose the game 20 to 21. They lost by a point to the Bills. The Bills have 21. The Patriots have 20. You would win your bet because now you're going to add seven points to the New England score, which makes you have 27. Okay. Is there a difference between saying the Buffalo Bills are a negative seven or saying the Patriots are a, positive, a plus seven? It's the same thing, but it depends on how you want to bet. You understand if I take the Bills minus seven, I got to win by seven points. If you take New England plus seven, you only got to lose by less than seven. You can lose by six, five, four, three, two, or one and still win your bet. Okay. If I, if I pick it minus seven, I have to win by 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, or more, you know. So it depends on what bet you want to take, plus 7 or minus. My brain hurts. Yeah. Uh, but the, the point I got is, to, to tonight just, is I have the general Buffalo public Bills. understand this stuff. I don't get I, it still. I have it's the not Buffalo rocket Bills science. plus 101. Yes, it is. It's not rocket science, but it is math. So, they Shane, so is that why the Bears always have, like, a plus? Because they're, like, probably underdogs? Pretty much. Okay. Whenever they're plus, they're the underdog. They're, they're I still points. don't get it, but that's all right. Now, here's another thing people probably don't know about betting. Let's just say it's three points. The Bears are getting plus three, and the other team is minus three. The Bears are plus three, and everybody thinks the Bears are going to win, so they pick the Bears. And you get 100 people bet on the Bears. So the bookies now want people to bet on the other team. So now they're going to lower that. The Bears are going to be plus two, and the other team is going to be minus two. And if nobody takes the bet on the other team, they'll lo lower it even more. The Bears will be plus one, and the other team will be minus one. And the people go, oh, I'll bet on the other team at minus one. So they get 100 people to bet on the other team. You want an even amount of people to bet on each team if you're a bookie. Because I'm going to lose two if i got four people, and I'm going to win two. But the people that lose have to pay a juice, which is 10%. So this person bets $10 and $10, and this one's $10 and $10. I get a dollar from each one of these two that lose. I make two bucks. Then his $10 goes to this guy. So you want the same amount of people to bet on each side. That's why so the spreads change. Shane got a prize in the mail this week, guys. Stuff you should know, but I don't know if it says it on here. From the creators of the hit podcast, this could be us. Yeah. This will be us. <laughs> right. This will Shane be just, us. Shane just compared us to stuff you should know. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, Stuff You Should Know is like the number one podcast in the country. Oh, is it like, really? Like, not even exaggerating. It's like literally the number one most popular yeah. podcast in the country. And we're probably literally the least popular 
podcast in the country. (laughs) They had to start somewhere. We had eight listens on the second episode and 26 listens on the first episode. Kurt, we're negative three on the spread. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So we're losing. I'm glad Shane Shane explained that earlier because I wouldn't have gotten it otherwise. So Shane, show us show us your prize. So it's a book. Stuff you should know. Yeah. And then, like when I open it, no, that's not the whole title. Read the whole title. An incomplete compendium of mostly interesting things. So, is it a bunch of stories? Is it a bunch of sort of? Like I was going to tell you that. Like I opened it up and read to the or went to the uh, table of contents. Chapter one is about the history of facial hair, which is eleven pages. Yeah, nobody cares about that. Chapter two is about Mr. Potato Head. Okay, there's two things that you've told us we should know, and we don't really think we should know these things. Can you read like an introductory paragraph, like maybe the Mr. Potato Head? um, All right, I'll go right to that one. Intro. This is the one I started reading. We love toys, new toys, old toys, big toys, small toys, toys that need batteries, toys that only require your imagination. It doesn't matter to us. We love toys the way Brick loves lamp. That's his bookie. <laughs> we talk to each other about toys more than any other topic besides maybe those uh, Nazi SOBs and earth science. So far, we've done episodes about Etch-A-Sketch, Silly Putty, Play-Doh, Action Figures. So this whole chapter starts going on about how, what year Mr. Potato Head came in, how many parts he had. So It's a detailed history. That chapter is yeah. a detailed history on Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, just Mr. Potato Head. I still don't know why I should know this. So that's essentially what their podcast is, is just picking a topic and going through its whole history. So it sounds like the book is basically their podcast in book form. Fun. All right. Enjoy reading that. Yeah, I will actually. That's going to be my toilet material. Perfect. That's perfect. Stuff Boy, you am know I is... glad I didn't win that fixed game last week. <laughs> Stuff you should know is perfect toilet material. It was not fixed. You are the sorest loser all right. Did Joe lose? He didn't win. To Shane? Second, second, See, I think... place, second place is the first loser. <laughs> My point is, how could you make say a game like that is fair when some of us I are never, I never, half, halfway through the game when I realized that there was a problem, I never said it was fair, but we had to continue the game and give somebody a prize. Kind of like the election. <laughs> <laughs> and we're into politics. Okay, so before we go into politics, this past week was Christmas. So everybody talk about what your your best Christmas present was, either given or received. I'm going to let Mick go first. Can I show you mine? Yeah. Okay, so here's my workstation. Nice. And the desk is my new gift. Uh-huh. Does it and move? It's nice. got a little button <gasps> thing here that... <gasps> it's going up. It that goes is awesome. Up. I want one. I'm jealous. Wow. It's got a little charging spot for your phone if you want to. And it's got some USB hubs on the side. Your That's wife nice. gave you that for Christmas? Well, it was a kind of a joint with, you know, her parents and nice. my wife. Nice. Those so. things aren't cheap. So are you trying to stand all day? I can't stand all day, but I got a really bad back. So I stand up, sit down and just do whatever. Uh-huh. But it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. I've been standing all day for... A couple years now, and uh, I'm glad I switched. Okay, Joe's next, or he has a question. I'm not sure. I couldn't see where the money comes out. 
<laughs> and where the little people hide. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, what's the what's your best Christmas gift, given or received? So I got uh, I got a, several nice things. Probably the the thing I'm looking forward to the most. I got a really uh, nice pair of running shoes. Nice. Hookahs? No, Sacconis. Okay, those are good. Frank, what'd you get for Christmas or or give? I yeah. gave my kids 130,500 files of our memories. It came up to 1.6 terabytes. The, their, their entire lives are summarized, are whittled down Did into 1.6 terabytes. Like, you basically put your kids, you basically put your kids' entire life onto a hard drive and gave it to them for Christmas. That's right. Strategically placed around Illinois in case somebody loses one. <laughs> And yet, what if Illinois goes up in flames? And let your internet speed is like five megs. No, it's only two. two. That's, that's two why he. Ha- that's why he handed them hard drives because there's no way he could transmit that's that right. kind of data to the cloud. <laughs> so, Frank, did you have to scan pictures? There's a lot of pictures I scanned. So I used a service for some of them, but then I also, for like the video, um, got like a, a capture card, a video capture card. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because wow, I'm thinking dude. about That's scanning work, all right? the physical pictures that I have and then just throwing them away. Yeah. Would you do that? Because I'm tired I, of carrying those things around. I don't know if I would throw them away, but the scanner that the kids got me for my birthday is like a $500 scanner. So you can put literally a stack of pictures in there, like 100 of them, and it'll create copies of them. It's pretty nice. Honestly, how much does it cost to send those off and then they do it for you? So it's South Tree is the name of the company. And a lot of times they have discounts, like 50% off. I think their biggest package would be about 250 bucks. And I think it's up to 40 tapes. So you, you send, they send you a box and then you put on all your tapes in there or pictures and then uh, send it off. So one company does video and pictures. Yeah. That, I mean, South Tree does both. Mm-hmm. So Kurt, would you throw away your pictures if they were all scanned? If the digital files were multiple copies and they were physically separated, um, I would feel comfortable throwing away the paper. Because if you have two copies in the house and the house goes up in flames, they're gone. The other day I was looking through my camera bag and I found an old film canister. I have no idea what's on it. I got you beat. Oh my God. Look at that. That's a 110. Yeah. That's from the 80s. it, It came out of my... Kodak oh Tele Instamatic 608. Well, it's actually not mine. If you look at the initials on the back, this is my dad's. Wow, hmm. that's cool. I think it's Shane's turn. I didn't get much for Christmas. I don't ask for much, but uh, I gave and I thought this was a pretty good gift, but I gave her a subscription to PureFlix. You guys know what PureFlix is? Frank, do you know what it is? Yes, I do, Shane. That's yeah. a great. That's good. It's a Christian streaming service. It's mostly Christian movies. Never heard of it. Yes. You never heard of PureFlix? Uh-uh. Yeah, it's not very, it's not very popular, but I mean, it's all, it's all Kirk Cameron. <laughs> what, what did you give or get for Christmas? At our age, you kind of um, have everything you want or need and, you know, kind of buy things yourself throughout the year. But I had a, I did give my wife a list of things that popped into my head kind of at the last minute. And uh, one of those things, one of those ideas I gave her and she actually bought it for me was a Lego Saturn V. And it is a big Lego kit. It's like four feet tall. It has um, almost 2,000 pieces. 
and uh, it came out last year, which was the 50th anniversary of Apollo 11. But you can get a launch pad, Kurt. There's a Apollo, a space series of Apollo Saturn V launch umbi- umbilical tower. Is it the same size? Is it the same size as the Saturn V? Because it's For huge. Four- yes. Yes. Wow. Mick, that's next Christmas. Mick, Kurt. next Christmas, or or has, I have a birthday coming up. He has up. a launch pad. <laughs> he just has to take it to work. <laughs> That's true. You ought to do that. Drive on out to the launch pad. put it on that giant monster moving thing they got (laughs) and then take a picture of it. All right. So now we're going to vote on who got or gave the best gift. Do y'all have something to write on? Because I'm not going to get blamed for this timing thing again. Just write down one name. Well, you, you can write down the name or you can write down the gift. Which do you think was the best gift? Look into my eyes when you're ready. We just hold it up in front of our camera then? We gotta wait for Joe. He's not looking into my eyes yet. Okay, everybody ready? Yep. All right, hold up your answers. (laughs) Everybody had something different. Everybody had something different. I voted Mick. That didn't work. (laughs) <laughs> or why don't we have everybody vote again, but not you can't vote for what you voted for the last time. We're bound to have two that way, right? Let's try it. But you can't. Can you vote for your own? No, you, you can't. can't. You can't vote for your own either. All right. The choices were Lego Apollo, running shoes, streaming service, standing desk, or For memories. what it's worth, I bought those running shoes myself. <laughs> everybody ready? You ready? Joe's not ready. Joe's not ready. Well, now we got two for Kurt and two for Mick. Me and Kurt, me and Frank voted for Kurt. Joe and Kurt voted for the desk. Oh, that didn't work. So for, for what it's worth, out of the 10 <laughs> well, votes so far, okay, okay. No, this is fine. anything. This, <laughs> this is fine because so I, I don't give a rip. <laughs> this is fine because um, as the podcast leader, I'm not eligible. So it looks like Mick won the prize this week oh. because two he got two votes on the revote. Okay. Good so job, Mick. Mick. Mick is going to get a special prize mailed to his home address this week. And hopefully it comes in time and he can show it off in the meeting next week. I want Frank to tell us about The Mandalorian Season 1, Episode 1. Oh, yeah. Because he promised... He promised even, in last week's meeting that he was going to watch even, it. Gosh, I feel like I let you guys down because I did not watch it. Oh my goodness gracious! Log off and go watch Frank, it. And come back. You promised. All right, see ya. It's forty. Yeah, it's forty minutes. Go watch it right now. We'll wait. Forty minutes. I okay. sat through I two seasons of it. Red Oak by your suggestion, and you wouldn't sit down and watch a forty-minute TV show for me. <laughs> I would like to know, during this pandemic, name the top, I don't know, four or five TV, sh- not movies, but like TV shows or series that you've binge watched, things that you've enjoyed the most. Well, if I tell you mine, mine are some of the old, like The Office. I watched every episode of The That's Office. That's fine. Okay. Sure, all nine seasons? Yeah. This summer, Jeez. I did all nine seasons. We watch uh, Yellowstone. I just started that. That's good. I've heard we good things it. about it. I also really like Cobra Kai. I'm looking forward to the next season. I think it starts January first, or in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, is it January first? So I'm in the middle of it. And will they release them all at once, or is it kind of one of these one a week? I think things? last year they released like in two, two different. 
Yeah. So I have an opinion over uh, on binging versus watching them in real time. So I binge watched the entire first season of The Mandalorian and it was okay. But I found myself enjoying season two better when I watched it in real time. And I also watched um, The Right Stuff in real time. Because you have the anticipation week to week, you actually have to wait for, you know, you have cliffhangers and you have to wait for, you know, the next episode. And I, I think I like that better than binging everything all at once. So Kurt, you want me to watch a show that's mediocre? You can, you can kick him off, Kurt. (laughs) The Mandalorian is not mediocre. I just am explaining that if you have the choice of binging it all back to back to back to back to back or waiting a week or waiting a few days between each episode, I would do the latter. Do you have anything else to talk about, Frank, or is the meeting over? No, I, I have lots to talk you, about. Well, you let us down on the Mandalorian, so now you gotta you gotta fill you gotta fill the time with some other topic, Frank. So so Kurt, what can I do to make it up to you? Watch season else. one, episode one of The Mandalorian, and then talk about it. Tell us what you thought. Okay. Because because you're not a Star Wars fan. And everybody else I know is. Oh, that makes so sense. You're not a Star Wars fan, so I want to know what a non-Star Wars fan thinks of season one, episode one of The Mandalorian. All right. Frank. Yes, Joe. I think you will like the science fiction that is The Mandalorian better than you would have liked the science fiction that is the right stuff. <laughs> That's funny. Did you watch the right stuff, Frank? Okay. I watched the first few episodes. Oh, okay. I liked the right stuff. I don't think Kurt did, but I did. What's don't waste your time on? on Wonder Woman. It's awful. Is it? Was it bad? It's yeah. bad. Really? It's really bad. It's it's it is not good. Why wasn't it good? Okay. I mean, well, it's like one of those movies where they focus in more on poses. You know, have the pose of her doing this or doing that, and the the, the music's going. There's really not much of a plot. It's kind of stupid. Hmm. That stinks because I was really excited about that movie. I'm sorry. You may have a different opinion, but I have read some stuff online and, and it's definitely been mixed. Well, how many stars would you well, give people, it? Nick? People either people either hate it or they're like Half. okay with it. Half a star? Wow. <laughs> Frank, mute the yourself. Marvel shows on Netflix, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, um, Luke Cage and Iron Fist and the Defenders. You have to watch it. I, like I would say Daredevil is probably one of my favorite television shows of all time. I'm, I've not it's heard of any awesome. of those. Neither have I. What? Who is oh this? Gosh. So, yeah, they're all good. So if I just, if I just search Daredevil, it'll show me all those. Wait, what What series? What series so, are you talking so, about? Okay. So these are all Netflix original series. Gotcha. Okay. And they're all Marvel superheroes. And it takes place in the technically in the same Marvel universe as all the movies, but they're they're... You know, they'll talk about things like the big incident that happened in New York, which happened in the the Avengers, the first Avengers. So they'll talk about those things, but there's no actual crossover. But the plots are fantastic. The action, especially, I'm a big fan of the Daredevil show. It's amazing. There's in every season, there's three seasons of, of Daredevil. But they, for example, I think it was in season two. No, season three. They did a single shot, a fight scene that lasted something like, I don't know, 12 or 18 minutes or, or it was some insane amount where he's fighting these people in, in a prison and he's, they're going down hallways and he's fighting and the camera never 
turns off. So Daredevil. And in each season, they'll do that. Daredevil, it's, what it's else? The Daredevil's first. Uh, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. The Iron Fist. I- Iron <laughs> Fist. And the Defenders. And the Punisher. Thank you. You're right. And the Punisher. You'd want to look up the order in which to watch them. No, you set them in the right order. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Why isn't Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in that list? Uh, I don't think that's a Netflix show. Isn't that like NBC or CBS or something? ABC. I can't watch. Netflix didn't buy it or something, though? Maybe they did. So everyone who enjoyed these shows was very disappointed because when Disney announced that they were going to go with Disney+, Plus. Basically, they and Netflix came to an agreement that Netflix would stop making these particular Marvel shows. Mm. They, they surrendered their license or whatever. So a lot, several of the, the different shows were left hanging, like with just cliffhangers that won't get resolved unless Disney Plus decides to um, renew them. Well, Disney Plus, uh, is, Disney Plus has got their plates pretty full. Got. If nothing else, it's worth watching the, uh, Daredevil. Although once you get into that, you kind of need to watch them all because they tell a cohesive story in the end. That, but Daredevil is what probably one of my favorite shows maybe of all time, but definitely in the last few years. All right. I guess I'll have to add it to my queue. Mick, did Freedom you have mail. something? Freedom mail. Mick's done. He wants this you know, meeting to be over Do you know with. who the mail's from? Yes. Okay. Our one listener. Not. So we last week we put our email address on our podcast and today just a few hours ago we got our first listener mail from listener Win- Wendy who we all went to high school with. It would have been better if you'd had her call into this meeting just to read her email. Yes. <laughs> I thought about that. We should we should give you emails. We should pick one a week and let them come into the meeting. She uh she calls us the Tads guys, T A D S. So she made up an acronym for Talk about dumb stuff, T-A-D-S. Okay. Good. <laughs> Which I think, I, I like that. I think we're going to have to uh, use that. She said she was roaming the interwebs and she came across the Tad's cast. What a great idea, exclamation point. Oh, by the way, her speed, she says, was 24.9. So her internet speed is about as bad as mine. She says, y'all should have a TENS unit for one podcast and run random experiments just like your 17-year-old selves would do. I love the idea of each one of us putting on a TENS unit and turning it up to 11 and having some way of controlling like a buzzer or something where if you buzz in wrong or if you get the wrong answer, then you get you get electroshock therapy. <laughs> I just want to shock you guys on demand. Now, there will be a delay, a, uh, an internet <laughs> delay. So I'll release my thumb from the trigger and it'll take several seconds <laughs> before you stop feeling the shock. She likes the, the movie and show reviews. Keep them coming as long as you can remember what you watch because y'all are getting a bit older, as you know. Daredevil. She says, it's great to see how competitive everyone is when it comes to the trivia. I didn't like how competitive Joe became. That was just me. That was, that's not what Wendy that's said. And I, on the other hand, <laughs> didn't care what you liked. She really has nothing to do to write that long of an email. <laughs> it's, there's more. She says, keep it up. Your classmates would be interested in your shenanigans. Well, at least some of them. Others won't care, and still others wouldn't know what a podcast is or what to do with it if they found it. But I'm crash. Frankie would not know what a podcast is. If we, <laughs> if we hadn't I explained, still don't know what it is. If we hadn't explained it to Frank, he still would not understand. So she says, for them, life is simpler without all the clutter of the interwebs. There might be some wisdom there, she says. So she says, anywho, thanks for Tad's. 
which is talk about dumb uh, stuff. Dumb stuff. That she renamed our she renamed our podcast. I actually like it. Talk about dumb stuff. And then she signed it. She didn't sign it, Wendy. She signed it. User experience reviewer of the day. Smiley face. <laughs> that was a great letter. How much did you pay her? <laughs> Honestly, when we started publishing a podcast, we didn't figure that anybody but our high school friends would listen. And that's fine. I mean, we've got... We've hey, got... my friend listened. She didn't like it, but she listened. <laughs> that's fine. Did she tell you why she didn't like it? So that we she can improve? She thinks that we think we're funnier than we are. <laughs> we, that's true. It is true. That's, it is true. I don't have a problem with that. All right, man. Well, All I'll right. let you go. I haven't had dinner yet. Go eat before you pass okay. out. Have a have a good week. Uh, have a happy new year. We forgot to say happy new year to everybody. Oh, happy new year. That's too bad. Shoot. Well, happy new year, guys. <laughs> Maybe happy I can new use year, that. Guys. Happy new year, guys. Happy new year. <laughs> now, now dump that over several times, like staggering, <laughs> so it sounds like we're all saying. <laughs> okay. You do a do a really deep voice for Frank yeah. and a really high voice for Shane and really bored voice for Mick. Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this this meeting is great. I don't know if it was a great idea to publish it as a podcast, but the meeting itself was a great idea. It's it's the highlight of my year, literally of my year. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going right, to continue into go. the next year. See you next year, man. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, that was the podcast for this week. If you want to contact us for any reason at all, for feedback, or if we said something wrong and you want to correct us, or if you want to suggest topics or anything like that, or if you just want to tell us how stupid this podcast is or how great and amazing this podcast is, we're open to all feedback, both positive and negative. Just email us. We have an email address that is talkaboutdumbstuff at gmail.com. No dots, no dashes, nothing fancy, just all those words mashed together real tight. Talkaboutdumbstuff at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. See you later.